is an end to gerrymandering the reason Democrats won big in Michigan. I'm Zoe Clark. This is It's Just Politics. So a lot has been made since last week about redistricting in Michigan and the fact that new independently drawn maps helped Democrats win both the state house and Senate for the first time in nearly 40 years. But how true is that? Matt Grossman is political science professor at Michigan State University, and he has spent a lot of time thinking and looking into this. So who better to ask? So, Professor, how much did these new maps and redistricting help Democrats? Redistricting was a necessary but insufficient condition for Democrats to win the state House or the state Senate. The redistricting commission drew maps that favored the winner of the statewide vote, whichever party got more votes in Michigan as a whole. The previous maps had enabled Republicans to win majorities in each chamber without a majority of the statewide vote. This new set of maps made it much more likely that the winner of the statewide vote would be the winner of the majority of districts. But Democrats still had to win the statewide vote. And that was not automatic, uh, certainly in an election that normally favors the party out of the presidency. So Democrats won the statewide vote in each chamber, barely, and they won majorities in each chamber, barely. And that is consistent with what the redistricting commission set out to do. So for voters who voted for the proposal to create this independent redistricting commission, right, it was known as voters, not politicians. How should those folks be feeling about the work that was done in 2018 and looking at these results here in 2022? Certainly, uh, people who voted for uh, change the redistricting process to make the maps more fair statewide for each political party would be satisfied with the results because they favored the winner of more votes statewide in each chamber, and that wasn't that easy for the commission to accomplish. I don't think that's the only criteria that the uh, maps should be judged on. They were also supposed to not favor incumbents, and they really didn't. They drew districts with multiple incumbents and with no incumbents. They were also supposed to draw districts that were fair to communities of interest and fair to racial groups in Michigan. There's not going to be a huge impact on the uh, racial distribution of the Michigan House and Senate, but it also didn't accomplish sort of what the commission said they were doing, which is they were going to make a lot more districts where African-American candidates could be competitive, and that hasn't yet materialized. Professor, finally, I guess I'm very curious because we're all sick individuals and already looking to 2024. That's when the entire state House, again, will be up for election, not the state Senate. They have four-year terms. What will you be watching for in terms of these maps in two years? So we don't know yet what's going to happen in 2024. We do know from the maps that the parties really have to aim to get more votes statewide. They can't sort of rely on just having the voters they need in the places that they need. That means that we'll have competitive elections as long as the Republicans and Democrats are at rough parity statewide, which seems fairly safe to assume in the next election. So going forward, what will matter is are Republicans or Democrats more uh, popular statewide? And that we don't know yet uh, from the results of this election. Matt Grossman, he is professor in the Department of Political Science at Michigan State University, as well as director of the Institute for Public Policy and Social Research. Professor, thanks so much. Thank you.